0: and welcome to Vegas Girl 313 and I'm your girl Vegas Girl and uh just let me say for the record the weather is beautiful out here I'm sitting on my balcony relaxing looking at white fluffy 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 clouds and blue skies and the sun is bright and uh this is something great cuz you know how um Vegas girl rags on the weather because it's just been such a downer lately. But if you guys are coming in or you're getting ready to touch down, uh, expect beautiful weather highs up in the 70s for the next few days. Um, you get keep those thermals those boots those mittens and gloves you can keep them at home you know I've been ranting and raving about bringing them with you um, but now you can leave them at home and you can just enjoy the beautiful weather we have out here um, in Vegas um, and the day is February the 28th and it's a Thursday and uh, like I said for the next few days we're expecting lovely weather um, we're going to do the diaries today um, the Vegas diaries episode eight and episode eight is called i have a serial killer in my family Hmm, ominous uh title but it's a true experience and in these uh vegas diaries they're 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 true experiences that i've experienced uh while living here in vegas so um before we get into that, you know, there's some things that's happened around town that you guys may need to know. And uh, we have Jay. Jay's been taking a break for a while, you know, but uh, he's here to give you the ins and outs of what's going on in and around Las Vegas. Uh, take it away, Jay.
1: Thank you, baby. Um, Yeah, I've been a little under the weather myself. You know, with this crazy weather out here in Vegas. You know, but for the most part, I'm doing better. And I'm glad to be back. Love you all. I missed you all. So, um, let's get ready for the commentary. Girl, Janet Jackson is coming to Vegas. Since the five-time Grammy Award winner, announced Tuesday that she will be launching her first ever Vegas residency in May. It's called Metamorphosis. And the show will begin May 17th. And the tickets will go on sale this Saturday coming up. And I know this March the 2nd oh boy girl when we go you know we got all sorts of stuff we got to go see we got Bruno Mars you know he's coming in April and I believe he's going to be in June and September uh I mean we got all the acts out here we got Cher right now she's over at the park uh theater uh and her tickets is on sale uh she's on while Lady Gaga is off and I must say we just got it all going on and let me run down some other dates and some times of uh some other performers Okay, loves, we also have uh, Reuben, and we have Reuben Saints Luther. He's going to be at the Texas Station, and that's on March March 1st, uh, and that's Always and Forever, Evening with Luther Vandross. So, that might be nice to go see. We also have Kenny Lattimore. He's going to be at the Santa Fe uh, Casino. That's going to be March the 9th. If you do want to get your giggles on, we got Craig Ferguson, Hobo Fabulous. He's going to be at the Green Valley Ranch Casino, April uh, the 12th. And yeah, we have Daryl Hall and John Oates. Uh, They will be at the Caesars Palace Coliseum Wednesday, March 20th, Friday, March 22nd, Saturday, March 23rd. Uh, And that will be at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. And hmm, that's another good concert I I might want to see for all you old hits. And um, that's it for OJ. And you take it away, though.
0: um so now we're gonna go um we're gonna go into the vegas diaries um episode eight uh, i have a serial killer in my family and um how do i get into this um i'll just jump right into it i started uh, dating a guy and um we hit it off pretty good you know um I hadn't been in a, re- I had been in a long-term relationship as far as uh long distance, but I hadn't been in any type of relationship with a person that lived in, um, the same city I lived in here in Vegas. And, um, so I, I, I met this guy and we got into, uh, we kicked it for maybe like over a year. And, uh, one day we were just talking and, um, you know, it's, like, he had something to tell me. And um, I was like, okay, you know, cool. And for the, you know, and just for being here now, um, I'm going to name him, um, hmm, let's name him Sam. Okay. So, um, Sam was like, yeah, I, I need to tell you something. And so, I'm like, well, you know, what is it? He told me that his, um, uncle was a serial killer and he may be, uh, one of the first serial killers here in the Las Vegas Valley. And I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, it caught me totally, totally off guard. Like, you know, I've never, at least no one's ever been, I want to say maybe that honest, to tell, you know, me that they had um, a killer, let alone a serial killer uh, in their family. In fact, you know, an uncle, someone that's close in line in your family. And um, I was taken aback and, um, and he gave me his name and, you know, and um, sure enough, later on that evening, you know, I looked it up. And um, I, I did see some things that was going on um, it it was kind of weird, but I was under the impression that this had already happened like years ago, which still had me kind of like, Ooh, you know, I had no idea that this was really happening now. And basically what I'm going to do, um, this is really pu- public knowledge, but, um, I'm, I'm going to leave out the names. So... And this comes from uh, the Las Vegas uh, Review Journal. A suspected serial killer said to be connected with five dead women pleaded guilty Thursday afternoon in Las Vegas to two counts of second degree murder. Authorities have tied two killings in the valley dating more than 40 years Okay, Um, So this guy, he's still living and this is like in very very recent times you know within the past year so he's 68 years old now and so what they say they say um, I believe there's probably more victims than we've been able to identify Chief Deputy District Attorney Mark I don't know how to pronounce his name D. Giancomo said The white-haired defendant was wheeled into court uh, before the judge, Valerie Adair, where he entered a type of guilty plea that required him to admit only that prosecutors had enough evidence to convict him, okay? So, basically, this this is what's been, you know, going on, like, in the past year, and like I said, I had no idea um, that this was, like, kind of recent stuff as far as him going to jail, now, what they say is um, his murder charges have lingered in the Clark County system for up to six years. He had faced the death penalty for much of that time. You, you know, and it's like, wow, you know, it's like really deep. Um, and I, I was a little confused because what do you think? You, do you think that because someone in your family committed such heinous crimes that that you despise genetically are capable of committing these type of crimes you know are these the type of things that run through your head um let's go on one count in the deal with prosecutors accounts for the 1994 deaths of two women 27 year old miss mitchell And thirty-two year old Miss Greer. Another count dates back to the nineteen seventy eight slaying of twenty-two year old Miss Cox. Okay. Authorities said DNA found at the scenes leaked him to the killings of Mitchell and Cox, while similarities in the circumstances of Greer's death led police to finger him you know and it's this it's just really 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 you know like wow when you, and you start reading the different charges and things of um what transpired and and like i said you start just thinking like wow and i have to say that sam was up front before any of this came out of what was really going on and like i said it was in me thinking that this was because of these things that happened Uh, years ago that this guy was probably already um, in jail but he was but he was just in the system he wasn't really convicted of any of these uh, well some of these killings so let's go on he was also arrested by Las Vegas police on a murder charge in October 2003 in connection with the death of Miss Boosley uh, whose body had been found a year earlier. He was convicted of a lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter in Boosley's death and served six years in prison for that. So now we 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 have like what four four uh, women mm, one two three yeah we got four women um up, up under his belt and also other cases where. They um, kind of fear that maybe he was um, behind that. But let's go on a little bit more. He was also charged with the murder of his mom. Uh, She was burned to death. Uh, He was charged with manslaughter. And he served six years in a Mississippi prison. Um, August of 2012, they tracked him down in southern mississippi where he had apparently been living at a garage according to the, the doc um the court documents okay um they said that he had lived in las vegas in the 1970s near where Cox body was found but denied any connection to her he also denied knowing or seeing any other other um females that were known prostitutes that had frequent the historic west side of where he lived so um now with that being said now my friend who um, I was dating and, and, and kicking it with that had to be his grandmother that his uncle killed right it, it had to be his grandmother so now you know you Go around now. You have to think that you know. Hey, you know, you know, my uncle killed my grandmother, and how he killed her. He he burned her up. He burned her up in the house. So, with that being said, you know, it's um, it's it's a lot to to deal with because you don't want to prejudge, you know, another human being, especially maybe somebody that you're kicking it with. So, what do you do in that type of situation? Now, there was something dark, you know, about, um, uh, my friend, Sam, you know, how you can meet someone that has like a a darkness to them, you know, a dark aura to them, but yet and still I could see a, a light in him, you know, um, when I look in his eyes, I could see, you know, some kindness, you know, because he was a kind, a kind guy, you know, uh, but he had such darkness that surrounded him, you know, um, and i don't know if it, it stemmed from you know his um relative being a serial killer or or what it was and and it was some other things that was in uh Sam's past that was um wow a doozy I and mean, maybe you know in another episode um we'll we'll speak on that but for this episode here um you know needless to say me and Sam we're, we're not together anymore um, and actually I don't even know what happened you know and we kind of like drifted apart during this period of time uh, where his uncle was sentenced you know I was really kind of unaware at that time that this was going on um, but Sam didn't feel the need to share the ongoings with me at that particular time and I had my own issues that I was dealing with, you know. Um, I was flying back and forth out of town, dealing with some family matters. Um, so we we really drifted apart, and you know, I really couldn't even tell you really what happened, but I I can tell you it wasn't because of his um, his uncle. Um, but you know, now hindsight, I, I look at it. You know, if I if I really did know what was going on at that time, how would I really have felt? You know because hey I like to get kinky like the rest you know hey, I like to get tied up and you know hey do some wild things and like that you know I've done in the past with um, a lot of my partners you know I'm just that type of girl but with, with Sam you know um, I just didn't feel comfortable and I don't know maybe because I knew of this past that he had you know in his um, background that no I don't think I want you to tie me up Sam (laughs) you know he was all game for it but I was like uh no but you know what do you do if someone tells you that you are into that they have this horrific um secret or past or someone in their family you know has done what how, how do you really handle that you know um I, you know, I, right now, like I said, if I probably knew at that moment that the the trial was going on and things of that nature, because I wasn't really looking at TV or I wasn't really reading the, the local news, you know, how would I have felt? You know, would our relationship ended anyway? You know? Um, so that goes back to you know like i said and another thing about Sam is, it was always like you know darkness followed him you know no matter what you know we did or 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 whatever you know um it was this darkness where he lived it was always turmoil you know going on you know in his apartment complex you know right where he lived it was always this you know domestic violence you know um Uh, one of the residents you know um murdered their child and it was just always you know a weird vibe you know coming off of sam and um i could never put my finger on it you know one time you know we uh hung out and um he we noticed a a white hearst and it seemed like time you know not every time i'll take that back you know, a lot of times that when me and Sam would go out or hang out, you know, this white hearse was around, and that white hearse lived around where Sam lived, and where I lived too, because I didn't live far from Sam. And uh, I never saw it until I, I would hang out with him, and he told me, "Oh, I always see that white hearse. It gets on my nerves. I don't like to see that white hearse." and I was like wow neither do I but I saw the Whitehurst Park once someone lived in that Whitehurst you know you could see they had curtains up and all kind of stuff inside of it and someone I guess you know rode around and they lived in there in that in that hearst but the simple fact of what it represents and you see it all the time and it could be a downer and it seemed like I, I never would see it until I was you know hanging out with Sam. So, all these different omens and signs and stuff was kind of a drag, you know, hanging out with with, uh, Sam. And so, uh, accumulation of a lot of different things, you know, made us drift apart. Um, But it all goes with saying that what I say, if it's for you, it's for you. And if it's not, it's not. In the case of Sam, he wasn't for me. Okay. This one's for you. Um, Thank you, guys. Love and peace. Happiness.